0: That was the Mario Bros. theme by Ska-Lone. Mm-hmm. Scalone. You gotta love Ska, Mario. It's a good jam. So we got our last guest with us today. Mm-hmm. Last guest. Biggest guest, last guest. One of my favorite guests. Uh, he is the king of cheese. <laughs> he is the inventor <laughs> of the Trump Jump. Mm-hmm. We got Ryu Car with us. Ryu Car, how you doing? Hey,
1: welcome. Yo, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. No problem. I was so happy
0: to see you joined us. I was telling you a little bit before we started... Um, that I've been watching your stuff for a while and I really much I enjoy a lot of Mario games and I like Mario Maker I'm not bad at it I'm nowhere close to how good you are at it so it's fun to watch somebody really good play it um, so I appreciate you being very good and let me watch
1: I oh, know you're you're the real MVP like I always say people are like thank you and I say are you kidding me thank you thank you for watching like without you there is no me you know what I mean
0: yeah I mean it just, you, you, I watch and then I play and I'm like, oh, why can't I do that? Why can't I
1: do that? <laughs> it, look, it looks so easy, but it's not it is, at it, all. It is, it is weird how like seamless it looks. It's like that with a lot of game, a lot of things I feel like, if you watch somebody do it, it's like, oh, this doesn't look too hard. And then you try to do it and you're like, this is impossible. How do they do this? I think one thing I, w- I
0: would watch you play and I'd be like, I definitely can't do that is when you play like the ROM hacks. I'm just like, yeah, I, there's
1: no chance I ever can pass. <laughs> <laughs> so, I probably could get past level one. Yeah, those are tough. Those are my favorite though, because they have a very, yeah, uh, they're very different than Mario Maker. Yeah, yeah. The way the control is very, very specific. Mm-hmm. Are you more of
0: like you like that more specific control, where, or do you not mind the Mario Maker ones?
1: I Love Mario maker. Don't get me wrong. The Mario rom hack stuff. I've always preferred a little bit just because and it's weirdly enough They use the same physics engines from the original games like Mm -hmm. Super Mario World the rom hacks that we play right now The new ones they all use the same physics from the original video game, which you think would be a bad thing, right? It's like old outdated, but no used to it. It's so good like uh, Mario World for example has such a fine level of control that Mario Maker doesn't have so for like top level play it's actually in my opinion uh, preferred.
2: I feel like Mario games have always been able to do that like the gravity and the feeling of each playing game can kind of last for longer than most games do. It doesn't feel as clunky like going yeah. on
1: playing like, old games Yeah maybe that. Maybe that's why they were so popular you know they were just we didn't realize it but it was just that good you know <laughs> Do you remember the first Mario game you ever played and beat? I do. So actually, my memory doesn't involve me beating the game. It actually involves my dad beating the game. So my f- my first memory is the original Mario Bros. I was five years old, probably. Me and my brother and my dad are trying to beat this game, and it was so hard. World 8 was so unforgiving, if you remember. You get like three lives, get through World 8. And if you die, you go all the way back to one. It's totally brutal. So we were spending like the whole afternoon trying to beat this and my dad was actually the one who brought it home he's the one who got the axe on 8-4 first one to beat the game and we were just freaking out i mean we were like losing it we were little kids just like tearing pillows i don't know what we were actually doing but it was like one of the most hype moments ever and it's the one i remember the most clearly from my early childhood before the mario
0: before the streaming you were doing song covers Mm, how did yes. that start? Like, how did you start with the song covers and why did you start posting them to YouTube?
1: So, the music stuff is interesting. So, um, that was in about 2015, if I recall. Um, and I had started playing mu- music pretty late in life. I would say, well, just to sum up real quick, I used to play trumpet when I was younger and then I kind of like just dabbled a little bit. I picked up guitar when I was 18 or 19. And, um, And then back in 2015, I finally decided, hey, I want to learn piano. So I got a piano, and I started learning video game songs and just messing around. And I thought, okay, I want to try to learn songs, and I need some kind of like accountability thing. So I was like, okay, how about um, I learn the song, I perform it, record myself, and then I just upload it to YouTube, make a video. And so I just started doing that. It was the first thing I ever did. It was way before I ever even thought about YouTube as... Uh, career or anything like that you know it was all just on my own little thing where i was having fun learning piano and i just kind of rolled with that and I, it was a fun way for me to, to hold myself account- accountable for learning songs
2: yeah um and kind of going off that um so when you were doing big time nintendo songs at first what kind of excess did you kind of have with that at the time um and when did you decide to kind of switch over to mostly streaming as your career kind of move forward?
1: So for me, like, I never even thought about the possibility of having any sort of, you know, quote unquote success or like people, people watching or anything. For me, it was just me doing my own thing. If people wanted to watch, great. If, you know, sure, why not? Um, so the thing that changed was Mario Maker came out that same okay. year, like uh, five months after I started doing those music videos. And I was watching a live stream on YouTube, and I've always loved Mario. Mario Maker is great. And we are watching, and actually, as we were watching, I was watching with some of my family and friends, and they were like, wow, this is really cool. Um, especially with Mario Maker, you can make levels and submit them to the streamer. It's very interactive. And my friends and family were like, you should try this. Like, we think you'd be good at it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Because I never really considered myself that kind of a person, like that like personality who would get on stage and perform so to speak um but I went ahead and gave it a shot built a streaming computer and started playing Mario Maker started streaming and at that time I was kind of doing both still I was doing my piano learning and and posting those videos and I was also streaming Mario Maker and I just kind of like kept going
2: no that's awesome it's great to hear that like you had that support right out the gate because I know I have friends that are have parents who are like ah i don't know if this is what you should be doing right Support somewhere out there is nice
1: yeah i was very fortunate to have you know people around me that that encouraged me to go down the path that that led me to to where i am now
0: so when you were still making music and you're doing the covers and things like that was there a thought like you wanted to really really deeply dive in you said you're not really one of those people that wanted to go on stage and perform but do you ever think like i should dive into this and really try to give music a shot
1: um yeah there, i mean there definitely was a moment so the music stuff is interesting because um music for me like i've been like on and off in bands throughout the years so i had some experience being on stage but i was never like super crazy into it it was always pretty like Pretty chill for the most part. Played a, played a few cool shows throughout the years, on and off. Um, as we went into the YouTube stuff, I was it, it actually became difficult for me. I was like, mm, what do I want to focus more on—the gaming or the music? And um, as far as the being on stage stuff goes, man, I don't know. It it just it kind of just kept snowballing and. It just kind of like got away from me. I would almost say where like I just had to adapt if I wanted to keep doing it. Because you know I started off it was small, it was fun, and then you know eventually you know you got 20 viewers, 30, 50, 100. And like I remember when I had 100 people watching, and I was like, this is absolutely stupidly insane. Like I couldn't I couldn't fathom why or how like I could make this happen. How, how people 100 people want to watch me play games or play music or whatever and um you know it was tough for me i'm not gonna lie uh transitioning into that and it's still it's always still a little bit weird to me today even to to do what i do but i just kind of just felt like i had to adapt (laughs) and keep going with it you know you said you played piano what else did you play or is it just piano and keyboards uh, guitar was my instrument of choice, so that's what I started when I was, like, 19, and that's what I played on and off throughout the years when I was actually in bands, and, uh, yeah, that was pretty much what I was doing. Uh, since then, I've also started learning percussion and some other stuff as well, but it was mostly guitar until I started learning piano.
0: So when you were in these bands that you played with, um, as you were getting more into music,
1: is, you were guitarist, lead yep. guitar? uh. A little bit of both, so it depended. I played, I played an interesting um, genre of music that is typically known as post rock. I don't know if you're familiar with like this kind of music. Uh, Explosions in the Sky is one yep. of the more popular bands, but these bands typically their guitarists are like kind of like the riffs and stuff. They kind of go back and forth. Like mm-hmm. in our, a lot of cases with my bands, we would, the me and the other guitarists would like take turns, sort it, of. It kind of like, ended some,
2: up as a jam band. Kind bit, of. Like kind of just going back and forth with whatever you could.
1: Yeah, kind of. Kind of. So sometimes one of us would be playing the rhythm line, holding it down. The other guy would be doing the lead or vice versa. Okay. Or sometimes it'd be like layered rhythm lines. I don't know. super weird. But it was really fun. <laughs> so you start with the music they you start
0: doing Mario Maker and you started to see a little bit of success. When was the moment you were like, I, I've made it as a streamer. Like I'm getting a lot of follows. I'm getting a lot of people. Like What is that moment that you had?
1: That's a that's a tough question for me to answer because like in a lot of ways I don't even know if I consider that I have made it as a streamer and in, in a lot of ways So for me, it's like it's still so mind-blowing to me that I can do what I love and share with the world like this And and I get to do this, you know I'm so grateful that I get to to do this and that people enjoy it and and tune into it and support it and that just blows my mind every day um, but for me, it's also part of it is like you know, it's limitless, like what this can be, what I want to do and where I can, whatever, where we can go, where I, what I can uh, work towards. And for me, it's like, I almost want to say, I don't even feel like I have made it as a streamer, I, you know, every day is like just loving it, enjoying it and, and trying to make uh, the best out of everything. For, for you is streaming a full-time job. Um, so, you know, technically, It is what I do full time. Um, But for me, I don't even like to consider it a job because, you know, again, it's just, it's still, it's like even talking about it, it's like, it's so crazy. Because I'm like, I don't even consider it, because it's kind of hard. It's like, I don't even want to consider it work because I love it so much. And then I'm so so happy that I get to do this. Um, But it it is what I do. If we want to talk about, you know, strictly like job stuff. So I, I did used to work in IT full-time mm-hmm. and uh, that's why tra- and I transitioned into doing this and, and not doing that how did you enjoy that job I actually one? well I mean this this is a dream job this is yeah. my dream it's the greatest thing that I could ever have fathomed for myself um, at the time though I enjoyed the work I did as well um, so I always knew I wanted to do something with technology or computers so I was doing stuff in that department where like you know i was working for companies and helping to do stuff with technology and help streamline all their stuff and it was pretty cool but like compared to actually getting to do what i love and cherish for a living uh it's hard to compare so on december 1st
0: 2017 you received what i have to imagine is the largest single donation you've had in your career so far of ten thousand dollars, is this correct? Yes. What were your? How would you deal with that? What were the emotions you had during that moment that you saw that flash on the screen?
1: <laughs> this is a funny story, actually, which is why I answered kind of like yes. So this is this this is uh this is a good one. So and where do I begin? So we're 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 having this stream, and there actually was a, a donation war happening between two people. Uh, like one would donate $50 and be like, yeah, like, what do you think about that to this other guy? And it was all fun. They were just having fun. The other one would donate 50 bucks and be like, oh, yeah, I'll match you. And then out of nowhere, this $10,000 donation drops. And it wasn't any of the people that had previously donated. It was someone brand new. And the donation message said, that bitch in caps. That's all it said that bitch (laughs) and when I saw that I was like okay I knew something was up like something was weird one I don't know who the person was and two that message so I my the feelings in the moment that I think I would have completely freaked out if if it didn't, it didn't come like that. Like, if it came, like, with a message that seemed more legitimate, mm-hmm. I would have been freaking out. But since I saw that, <laughs> I was like, I know something's going on. <laughs> this is very weird. And I didn't really know how to handle it because I was torn between, like, I want to be grateful for what just happened. But I also feel like something really funny is going on. Um, but to fast forward a little bit, that it actually was a real donation. It was. What had happened was a kid had gotten access to their mom's PayPal account.
0: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: and they were watching the stream and they were calling one of the other donators a bitch. Like, he was like, you're a like bitch. I'm going to show you up with my $10,000. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, long story short, you know, we worked it out. The money was returned. To, to the mother and and everything's good so, it was, oh, so no. it was real it actually was real it just also wasn't real at the, at the same time if you know what exactly i mean
2: exactly at all what i expected yeah no. <laughs> I,
1: I wasn't i wasn't sure how much you knew about that story so no not no no not too much
0: i so if that one it was real but wasn't um what would be one of the largest ones you've ever gotten? Would it be in the thousands, or is it more in the hundreds? In
1: Man, the, like, it's, by one it's almost hard. It's almost almost hard to qualify. If you're talking about a single donation, I mean, uh, we have seen um, donations in the thousands before, but we have some supremely generous community members who have contributed, uh, not necessarily in one donation, but like mm-hmm. over time. Over time, it just, just builds up. It, it's it's hard to qualify. I couldn't even guess, but it's it's out of this world and something that again I could I can't even like really comprehend. It's like it's it's truly amazing, and I'm am just so grateful for it and that that people are willing to support uh, you know this thing of doing what I love for a living. You know, and I notice you have a
0: very strong community now on Reddit and Discord, and mm-hmm. to go along with your streams. Um, first of all. How often do you actually yourself go on to the Reddit and, and see what people are posting and, and things
1: like that? Oh, I'm on Reddit pretty much every day. So <laughs> Reddit's an interesting thing. I actually did not get on the Reddit train until maybe like six months ago. Uh, someone from my community had built a car subreddit. Mm-hmm. And um, like I didn't use Reddit at all. And I was at the time like a couple like a, he had built it maybe a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, OK, cool. Right on. And then that was it which is a complete lack of gratitude on my part. So that's my bad. But well, within the recent year or so, I was like, I really wanna check this out. And then I dug into it a little more and like, oh, go ahead.
0: I was gonna say, it's funny you say you weren't really on Reddit cause now you're streaming on Reddit.
1: Yes. So that's an, another thing. So I can segue into that for sure. <laughs> um, so with the, a lot has changed in the very recent like, last year, as far as community goes for me. Um, I, you know, for me, it's something I haven't appreciated enough until, well, even still, I'm working to appreciate it more every single day, and the subreddit, the Discord and stuff, the community we have and that we're building, I've, I've just come to appreciate it so much now. And I love going to the Reddit. People go in there posting, sharing stuff, whether it's a meme or just something nice or kind of random. Like just the fact that they thought to go to the Ryukar subreddit and post something, like that means so much to me. It's great to be able to interact with people. I can just go in there and type something silly. And it's super fun. And uh, so, yeah, that's been really great for community building. I've been really loving the subreddit and the Discord stuff as well um to segue into the next thing with the reddit streaming yes the streaming has also emerged very recently so in the last month and a half maybe um so i did not know anything about reddit streaming i didn't even know it existed and my good friend sonny um was watching it and he was like oh this is interesting too he didn't really know much at the time either Um, so he started streaming on reddit and had massive success just massive he's now one of the top streamers on reddit and he was like, dude, you got to try this. It's so cool. Like the community there is insane. So generous. So awesome. And I gave it a shot and it was incredible. And it still is very incredible. Um, I try to stream there um, once a day if I'm able to. Like usually at least a few times a week. And it's been a completely wild and awesome ride. I would say actually one of the reasons I saw that
0: you were on... Um, on reddit is because i was scrolling through one day and yours was one of the top broadcasts i was like i didn't even know who's streaming on reddit <laughs> it's yours, crazy yeah it's yeah. one of the top broadcasts on there it was like a couple months ago or something like that so i was like wow and then the community on reddit's almost at ten thousand now correct yeah yeah so
1: it's been uh i've been so fortunate to get featured on the front page of reddit like Quite frequently, and we see we see huge numbers already. You know, seven, eight thousand sometimes concurrent viewers in the Reddit streams. You know, being on the front page just opens the doors to mm-hmm. so many people, like getting to meet so many new people, which is the thing I, I love the most about it. Um, and yeah, the subreddit as well is almost to ten thousand strong, which is looking pretty good. So when you're doing things on social media, uh, whether it's Reddit or Discord
0: or things like like the professional ones, do you outsource that or are you also doing all the Discord stuff and you're also like when you have the updates for when you're streaming or whatever it may be?
1: Um, I do a lot of stuff my own, like the YouTube editing and videos and stuff I do mostly on my own, but I also do have a, t- a team. My friends and my closest friends and family are my team and they help me so much with whether it's like, you know, sometimes they might help out with editing a video um, or making a business decision or whatever it may be. They help me out so much behind the scenes with, even if it's just like someone to bounce ideas off of. Um, but we have a very strong, very amazing uh, family that, that helps me out so much with, with my day-to-day. And I, I mean, as someone that's done video
0: before, I I wonder if you feel the same way. Do you enjoy doing your own editing because you have the story that you wanna put in your head so you'd rather do it yourself than outsource it? Because you do a ton of videos. You probably have almost, what, 900 on YouTube and you're streaming all the time, so I'm sure it's a lot of work, but you have the image of what the story is supposed to look like in your head so you'd rather do it yourself?
1: It is a lot of work. So I, I love editing, like I absolutely love it. The thing that sucks is yeah, it does take a lot of time. And I wish I had more time so I could focus on it even more because I I really do enjoy telling that story. It's always been one of my favorite things about video editing is like, you know, you just record a video, but then you get to tell a story. You get to decide how you want to piece it together, how you want to flow. And like, as the years have been going on, I've been getting more experience. I've come to learn like all sorts of different ways of looking at it and approaching it. And even after all these years, I still absolutely love editing videos. Um, I know what you mean with like the, your own style. Mm -hmm. Um, it it is a little, there's, it can be a little tricky for sure. If like I do, if I wanted to outsource like a YouTube video to someone, I would definitely have to think about that because if it deviates too far from my style, it might be jarring for the viewers. Um, I'm not against, uh, having other people edit my videos. It's just, uh, it's kind of a funny thing, you know? It's, it's a mix of I really love doing it, like I genuinely love doing it, but do I have enough time? Versus can I have someone else uh, who can you know, do it how uh, I envision it looking? So it's kind of a, a delicate process. Did you learn to edit
0: videos for this or did you already know how to do it and kind of learned it already before and then this kind of transferred over into the streaming?
1: Oh, I I definitely learned it on the fly. <laughs> so it was a... Uh, I was like, yeah. When Mario Maker came out, like as soon as it came out, I started pushing out videos almost immediately. Um, and I was like, I don't know how to do this, but I'm just going to f- have to figure it out. So which of the two do you like more? One or two? Mario Maker 1, um, Mario Maker 2. Um, I would say Mario Maker 2 is without question the better game it's Mm -hmm. got way more content it runs more smoothly it's got more game modes all that stuff however mario maker 1 has something that mario maker 2 doesn't have and it is important so mario maker 1 it has the 100 mario challenge yeah which is I don't know. It's like it's very important. It's very and it's that combined with the levels in Mario Maker 1 are kind of like insane. So Mario Maker 2 released a new algorithm that favors likes versus dislikes. And Mario Maker 2 tends to serve better levels on average in the endless mode. Whereas Mario Maker 1, I don't think it has any filter whatsoever. You get insane levels in Mario Maker 1. So for me as a content creator, Mario Maker 1 has this quality that Mario Maker 2 doesn't have, which is the 100 Mario Challenge, six highly unpredictable levels (laughs) wrapped into it. And for me as a content creator, like making a video, like it's hard to, it's amazing. You know, it's so cool. It's such great content and it's you can't really get it in Mario Maker 2 so it's a weird thing it's a funny thing Mario Maker 2 is the better game I wouldn't deny that at all but it's lacking that what I just described
0: yeah and and having an end I know it sounds weird but having an end to it probably also keeps people engaged more like the endless mario you don't really know when it can end because with one life you can keep going if you play really well but you know after the sixth one or after the hundredth man is done (laughs) that's the end of the run like that's (laughs) it but i think having that end also helps create the the, keep people
1: engaged like oh is he gonna do it oh there's one level left. he
0: only has five lives is he gonna do it
1: I agree that story that story is very important and I, I wish that Nintendo would have rolled out 100 man to Mario Maker 2 maybe tweak the algorithm a little bit to make it interesting some more options but what are we gonna do I still love <laughs> both games at the end of the day which is why I still play both games yeah yeah we've talked
2: a lot about Mario Maker um so how often would you say you're playing games whether it's on stream <laughs> off stream I know a lot of streamers who are still playing games off stream, but do you ever get kind of tired of any games and you have to move on or you're feeling like, you know, I don't want to play games after I've streamed today. Is there any like kind of burnout from it?
1: Um, let me think. So for the most part, I do most of my gaming either for videos or for streaming Mm. between with all the streaming and recording I do, like I definitely get my fill. Of gaming, okay. um, I do a little bit off stream. Like I recently recently got an Oculus Quest two, Ooh. and I don't even have it configured to stream. So I'm like in my friggin room with my <laughs> Oculus on, like playing. I was playing FNAF VR. I'm like, this is terrifying. I was playing Beat Saber and stuff. Like VR is all brand new to me. So when mm-hmm. when it comes to stuff like that, I will play that off stream. Uh, but for the most part, I try to because for me, it's like I love. You know, if I'm going to be gaming, I I might as well make some content out of it and share it with people. Mm -hmm. uh, Because I'm sure someone will enjoy it. Um, And there are times where it's nice just to chill and play a game. And that totally happens, too. Like the other day, I was uh, playing my Game Boy Color on the couch playing some Pokemon Blue, which was pretty sweet. Um, But, yeah, I would say for the most part off stream, I I tend to focus more on the music stuff off stream. So practicing guitar, Learning songs, playing with uh, my girlfriend Tammy, who is uh, she's a singer songwriter, professional musician. So we get to play mu- we get to play music all the time. So it's always That's fun awesome. to wind Yeah, it's always fun to wind down after stream yeah. and uh, play some music and, and stuff like that. When you guys are playing music together, are you, st- you still doing the Mario stuff? Or are you doing a little mix of both? Or, well, Nintendo stuff, are you doing a little mix of both? or? I would say with her, I do mostly not video game music. So she's she's like more of a traditional singer-songwriter. She's with an emphasis on like pop and other stuff. And uh, historically, she's done a lot of like, you know, normal music right and um so i play a lot of uh i actually learned so my good friend sonny and jake taught me how to play cajon which is if oh, you're nice. not familiar it's uh it's a little percussion box that you hit it's like mm-hmm. a drum kit box um so i play that with her all the time now and i just try to accompany her on whatever she's playing so we play whatever you know well like literally whatever we're playing through the fire and flames but the way she does it is <laughs> awesome because Because she's like, it's like an acoustic, like almost campfire version of Through the Fire and Flames, which got a cajon going. I don't know. We do all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, We also dabble a little bit in the video game stuff as well. That's probably my influence. She loves video games and she always has. So she's more than down to do it. But I'm always like, we should play a little uh, little Undertale, you know, a little something (laughs) like that. But yeah, definitely a mix of both, I would say, to answer your original question. It's
0: it's funny, earlier this year, Connor and I talked to um, Charlie Rosen. If, do you know the 8-Bit Big mm-hmm. Band? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we talked to him and I, basically the same questions like yeah, about yeah. the Nintendo music because <laughs> that's all they play is the Nintendo music. Um,
1: really quick, if anybody's listening to this and wants to find like her music, where can they find that? So the best place, you can tune into Tammy in a few different places. She streams on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Tammy underscore black media um she's on spotify as well as tammy byerly and she also has a youtube channel which is the same as her twitch com slash tammy underscore black media nice awesome um a little
2: bit back to the streaming do you have a favorite part of streaming or do you have a big moment that you really <clears> just <throat> love or like a least favorite uh part of
1: streaming in general um yeah, for sure. My favorite part, I was thinking about this one, um, I was actually talking about this with my, my close friends just this morning, because it's such a great question. But um, one of my favorite parts about streaming is definitely um, the opportunity to inspire others is okay. definitely up there. And like, for me, it's like, for when someone we get messages sometimes where people, you know, they reach out and they just say, you know what, thank you for doing what you do. Like it puts a smile on my face or it helps my anxiety or it helps me sleep or, you know, like I was having a bad day, but like I watched your video and now I feel better. And there's nothing better in the entire world than to to hear that from somebody. It's just it just makes me so grateful that I get to do this and like share. And that makes somebody happy, you know? It's mm-hmm. it's it just goes back to our original topic of how it blows my mind that I get to do this at all. Mm-hmm. and on top of that like make people happy doing it like legitimately and they and they want to write about it it just completely floors me and and that's without a doubt that's definitely my favorite favorite thing about streaming
2: yeah i mean it's such a personal medium in general because it has that interactivity especially yeah during streaming but even afterward there's the comments people are talking there's the subreddit discord you may get to make this community and its just, yeah I'm, I'm sure it's an amazing feeling once you've kind of built that up and you're interacting with them
1: at all times. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely amazing. And uh, the least favorite. (laughs) So, I mean, the least favorite for me is like, I wish I could, I wish I could do it all. And it's kind of like, and just to specify, it's like, there's so many different things that I wish I had time to do. There's so many different games mm. that I wish I could cover. So many things I wish I could focus on. Um, you know, people are like, "Hey, we'd like to see. Like, can you play? You know, Bloodborne. Like, I would love to see you play Bloodborne. It's their favorite Soulsborne game. And like, I've had a lot of requests for that. And I'd love to do that on YouTube, but I just know I'm not gonna have time for that. Because we're wrapping up Dark Souls, Demon Souls coming out. Maybe eventually I'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that kind of goes back to the original. It's like a lot of maybes. And there's a lot of people like, this was my favorite game growing up. I would love, I'd be so happy to see you play it. And I'm like, I would love to play it. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, I just wish I had more time to, to do all this stuff. And to play all these games. And to, you know, just cover everything that people want to see. And uh, yeah, that's
0: probably it. What would you say so far is your favorite moment or memory of streaming in the years you've been doing it?
1: (laughs) The memory of that donation always comes to mind, that (laughs) $10,000 donation. It's like, it's such a, it's such a rad moment because it's like, it's so memorable. Like, first of all, it's like $10,000 donation that by itself is very memorable. Like, Cool. Right? Like, oh my God, that was crazy. But just the fact that like, it was a kid who hijacked their mom's account. And then like, it was madness. It was part of a donation war. It had like him cursing at people (laughs) in TTS during a live stream. And then like, at the end of the day, nobody got hurt. You know, the money got returned. Everyone was square. And it was just, we just all get to laugh about it. And it's just a fun memory. So for me, I was actually thinking about this. I was like, man, I don't know. I don't know which memory. And then like you actually had that question about the donation. I was like, really thinking about it. And I'm like, that's that could be it. That is up there for sure. <laughs> I had a feeling that was they were going to connect. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's that's a good one. Yeah. That, it's such a it's just about how like for me it's just about how fun and like almost a whimsical that moment was because it's definitely, you know, not about the money. It's about what went down and just yeah. how like everybody got a laugh out of it and nobody got hurt in the end you know
2: for sure was there a point in this journey becoming you know like building a community and becoming a streamer that you thought i'm not gonna make it is there a point where it just kind of hit where
1: you're like "Ah, i don't know if i can keep doing this man so that is an interesting question Hmm. for me man (laughs) I would say I would say no and the reason is like for me it kind of goes back to what we talked about earlier Mm. and it's um, I feel like as long as I'm doing if I'm being driven by my passion Mm. and doing what I love and doing it for the right reasons and know why I'm doing it then I cannot fail.
2: For sure, and that's a great mantra to live by. For yeah. it. yeah, there didn't have to be like a yeah. I felt real bad. Yeah. <laughs> no, no need to struggle for like. Uh, I need to make up a sad moment. <laughs> we're we're happy to hear that there wasn't that point in
1: your. <laughs> in your it's careers. it's something that like I have to work on every single day. You know, it's not like every day I wake up and I'm like, yeah, like, hundred percent. Like I have to remind myself every single day, like, yo, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm am I doing this for the right reasons? Am I following my passion still? Am I, all these, those things are like every single day or something that I have to constantly remind myself because it's super easy to forget. It's super easy to get wrapped up in the bad stuff. Yeah. Like the, the vanity stuff and all the, all the, all the, like the ego driven stuff behind streaming, all the, the stuff I, I don't want to drive me. Um, so yeah, for me, I just, I just always want to make sure I'm, trying to stay on point and if I ever get off track I'm very 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 fortunate to have a very strong and loving family uh, behind me. Um, Tammy and then my good friend Sonny in the Black Pack they support me in every single way and mm-hmm. kind of going back to what I was saying earlier when I i forgot what the question was but I was talking about how like I do a lot of the the labor mm-hmm. for my job but this family that i have behind the scenes that supports me like that's that's how they most support me to keep my head straight mm. you know what i mean yeah so if you can give any advice to someone that's trying to be the next mario maker superstar or streaming superstar <laughs> what would you tell them <laughs> exact same thing i just said before follow your passions follow your dreams let that guide you like try to make sure you know why you're doing it and try to try to find out what the right reasons are for doing it like why you want to do that and just soar like go from there like let that you know be your north star as you try to to navigate these waters because they you know it's a very it's very similar in my mind like the streaming you want to make it as a streamer it's very similar like i want to make it as a musician i want to make it as an actor i want to make it as whatever like all this stuff and i think it can be a very dangerous uh very dangerous waters to navigate if you're not clear in your head with why you're doing it so that would be my number one uh advice for sure thank you
0: so much for coming on um we really appreciate. It. We appreciate spending so much time with us and, and really answering. Yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: like I, like I would, like I said, I, I really appreciated the questions you all came up with. I thought they were great. It showed me like you actually like, uh, you, you thought about what some good questions would be. You were talking about the music. You were talking about not, you know, not just the gaming, but like we touched on the life stuff. Yeah, and and so many different areas. And it was just so great. So when we were reading over the questions, it was really like, yeah, this is awesome. This would it, be 10 minutes is not going to be enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> if we said, hey, you want to come on for 45 minutes to an hour and like, no.
0: No, I don't think so. Low, yeah, yeah. low ball first. It's actually funny. We had um, uh, Kid Quill who's a rapper come on and He said the same
1: things. I really appreciate the questions. He's like, usually the first question I get is, How'd you get your name? (laughs) (laughs) You guys didn't even ask me that one. You were too focused on the real stuff. Yeah, we got to the real stuff, not the actual real stuff. (laughs) 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 Leave it a mystery. Yeah, Yeah, or nobody's going to know now. We ran out of time. Maybe next time.
0: And his name is, Oh, we ran out of
1: time. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Uh, That would be really funny.
0: But thank you again. Um, you can check out Ryukar on YouTube or Twitch, slash Ryukar on both of them. He posts videos a lot to there and he, you do the live streaming more on
1: Twitch, correct? Uh, I do both. So YouTube, Twitch, for sharing. Sure. you can check me out on Instagram, all under Ryukar on all the major social media platforms. And Reddit, and don't forget to check them out on and the And just the Reddit, Ryukar subreddit, one. baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryukar subreddit, just go to the front page, you're gonna see them.
2: You'll find them back <laughs> Hopefully, right
0: hopefully, yeah, that's <laughs> what we're hoping for. Again, yeah, thank you so much, we appreciate you taking time.
1: Yeah, no problem, thank you all so much, it was really fun. We'll be right back.
0: I say we have great guests, and I shouldn't play favorites, but this is definitely top three for me. Get it? Get <laughs> it? Get, get it? Because it? yeah. it's episode three. For those who don't get
2: it, a joke is set up in a way. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, great guests today. Really Fantastic. fun, really fun interviews. Um, make sure you catch the first two episodes, which have already been mm-hmm. released on anywhere you can find podcasts. Legitimately, if you can find podcasts there, you're, you're gonna or find that podcast, yep. Offstage Radio. Um, first one we had Kid Quill Ivy Marie definitely check them out some musicians after that last week we had Grenin along with uh, Undecided Future Undecided Future so go check them out and then this one obviously was another fantastic episode so where can you find us Connor? You're, You're looking can, to find us on social media. You can find us on all the
2: socials. We got a Facebook yep. Offstage media. We yep. got Instagram yep. off stage yep. That's the one that we're hitting up the most. And then yep. Twitter, which uh, like I said last
0: week, I'll get to, we'll get to, I <laughs> sent him the password. It was wrong. It did not so. work. <laughs> <laughs> if one of you changed our password. <laughs> you naughty, 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 tisk, 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 tisk. so we'll be getting on that as well. So, Hey, go follow us. Stay tuned for next week. So, next week, we have Vince Papali coming on. Mm -hmm. You know him from Invincible, played by Mark Wahlberg. It's about his life. He's coming on to the podcast. Definitely check that out. Everybody, have a great week. We hope you stay safe, and we'll see you later. See you next time. Deuces.